not drinking. Just pay. <laughs> How did we get here? Girls who came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie, and I'm Aaron. What's up, guys? How, how you guys doing? How you doing? Cool. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh my god, you almost McConaughey me right there. Almost McConaughey you. Almost McConaughey. <laughs> 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 I got stuck. I got too many. I'm a cup of coffee. I'm glad that's not my last name, or he's not like a good friend of mine that I call by his full name, because <laughs> I would be in trouble. Oh man! Anyway, uh, that's what kind of show this is going to be, nope. my love. What are the holidays for today? Today's holiday is Secret Pal Day, which is honoring that special friend whom you trust all your secrets with. Not that friend that you keep secret from all of your other friends. I know. I was like, you said you said nefarious, and I was like, that sounds like something. What did I say? It sounds like almost gay or something like that. I was yeah. like, oh, it's like this is my wink friend. Yeah, like my trying to hide Weird. No. But no, just uh, uh, call your friend. Yeah. Tell them some secrets. <laughs> from Leslie. <laughs> My friend, tell them some secrets. That's dark one you've always wanted to tell them. Yeah, it's the <laughs> perfect with, time. No time like the present. I don't really have that many secrets. Me neither. Yeah. yeah, but we would tell each other if we did. We would. I Therefore, guess. we are celebrating together today on the Skype. Boom. Secret pals. <laughs> it's weirdo song. Yeah. Oh my god, it'd be like Next the podcast. new podcast. <laughs> I was gonna say it'd be like perfect strangers, but secret pals. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you want to do a Perfect Strangers podcast? So I bad. really. I mean, it's it's my ringtone on my phone. Wait, what? Someone calls me. The theme from Perfect Strangers plays. I'm gonna start calling you like a really annoying <laughs> amount of times. Except do it when I'm not at work because I have to put on silent at work and then it's sad. I know that's. Sad. I'll just do it when you're like out with people and they can be like, yeah. "What? What's your ringtone?" Yeah. Especially if you're out with people, like you're not really feeling it. I'll yeah. do it. Like make you happy. Party. Yeah, that's funny. Oh my god. Um, did you have a sugar baker moment this week? I did. So I kind of have two, but they're all rolled together. So oh, there was I... winter falling from the sky this weekend, which I'm not usually a fan of. But I like I like sitting on the couch and watching it be. Warm yeah, just to be out in it. It's not bad. Digging my car out was not fun because we never just get pretty snow. We always get at least an inch or five of ice. So that was great. But anyway. I got a day off of work on Monday, and uh, I've officially seen more movies than days this year, because I watch like three to four movies a day. Um, it's great. Days. I think that should be your goal for the rest of the year. Yeah. Not like to see three or four movies a day, but to make sure you've seen 365 yeah. movies at the end of the year. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. try. I got to two, like 250 is my is my uh, record, so we'll see. But yeah, I watched wow. like 10 movies, I finished two books, I stayed in my pajamas, and on Friday, someone sent me the best A Different World shirt ever. Oh. 
I didn't, I was just, if you could see my face, I was just listening and blank. I had no idea what you were talking. I even forgot I did that. <laughs> and you know, North Carolina weather, it was not above freezing for three days straight. And by Friday, it's going to be 70. So I can actually wear that t-shirt to work this week. Oh yeah. That'll be cute. Oh God, but horrible. Yeah. Well, but it's, gonna be, it's okay. I got, I got drugs. I, excuse me. I refilled my medication. So hopefully I'll live through it. We should like to put a link up for that shirt in case anyone oh, else is I a fan. It's a yeah, it's a little bit fun. Did you have a shirt yeah, it's fun. this week? Um, yeah, mine was kind of funny, and it's the same. You know, I talk about two things besides, uh, well, I, Adoring You mm-hmm. and Sugar Baker Girls. I mean, Sugar Baker Girls, uh, Designing Women, whatever. <laughs> the show we watch. That's what the I talk show about on this. We watch. The other things to talk about for the past two months would be American Horror Story or the past, since whatever, July, has been Toronto. So buckle up, guys. I'm going to talk about Toronto for a second. I um, was kind of feeling not – I wasn't feeling it on Friday. I wasn't really annoyed, but it's this thing. I was, like, doing my laundry, and I was like, man, I just need, like, a break. And I live and work on my school campus right now well I just started working here again but I live here and I, you know, I see the same people over and over to a certain extent and um uh, it's been kind of cold so you know I don't really get out that much which is funny because obviously I was traveling a lot last semester in order to get to my internship but I didn't you know I didn't go home for the holidays like I said last week or I mentioned last week I was kind of missing my people and I have uh Monday off obviously with it being national holiday of uh, Martin Luther King's uh, junior's birthday, and I was thinking, well, I had that day off. It's the last holiday before school starts. Maybe I'll go do something, just take like, a day trip. And then I was like, oh, it's going to be cold, I'm sure, so I won't want to go anywhere and like walk around, really, and like for the day. And then um, I was thinking maybe the trains won't run as much with it being a holiday. And then I remembered I have a ticket, of like a flight ticket to Toronto, and I was like, what if I just uh, went there <laughs> for, like, the weekend? Um, and then, and my darling songbuster are in a, that was kind of the thing, was, like, I was sitting there, like, oh, I had a moment where I was like, I'm probably not going to see them perform again. And that's totally fine, because that's, like, life or whatever. But I was kind of sad, because all these people were posting on social media about how great they are and, you know, all the stuff I know. And I was kind of like feeling like, oh, like, you know, and because I'm just a little jealous monster as this is what keeps coming out in this podcast. But I, I mean, I'm honest with myself about it that I don't even it's not even just getting jealous. It's just kind of like, oh, man, I wish I could be a part of what's going on. So I thought about it. I was like, OK, I could maybe go to Toronto <laughs> instead of taking a day trip somewhere because, uh, you know, no one goes to Canada mid-January so everything's real cheap <laughs> basically like the hostel was like 70% off of what it normally is like the one I yeah the one like I haven't been able to go to that's supposed to be nicer than the one I was at last time which the one I went to last time was fine but this one's supposed to be nicer and it was like so freaking cheap and I was it was like 11 30 on Friday night and I was texting my friend uh because you had just gone to sleep actually it was so funny it's happened like 20 minutes after you went to sleep or something and I was like oh crap like <laughs> that's my sounding board I got gotta talk to her of course you'd say do it <laughs> yeah. so, like I 
I yeah, so I knew going into it that's what would happen. I was talking to my friend Miranda because you know I've got Franca and Haven, my cat, and my dog, and also she would tell me if I'm being too crazy, you know. And so I was like, would it be nuts like if I did this? And if I did, could you help like wash my animals because they love her? Um, and she was like, yes and yes, like do it. And so within with like between thirty minutes and an hour, I had like flight booked. Hostel booked, and I bought, and I have a ticket to two Songbuster shows on Saturday and Sunday, which was actually cute because Stephanie, um, was, when I was telling her I was going to be back in town because I had, like, a present for them because I'm a real big dork, um, she was, when I told her I was bringing the present in person, I was like, I'll drop it off at the theater. I didn't say I had tickets for some reason. And she was like, oh, if you want to come to a show, we'll leave one, like, at the door, which is so cute because they've all been selling out as well. So that's very nice that she was, like, going to reserve a ticket. I was like, girl, I already bought a ticket to two shows. What are you talking about? So um, so it'll be fun. I'm just excited to go and see the group perform again and, like, laugh, you know, until I cry because, you know, I love that shit. And not be in the same, you know, four walls that I've been in for quite a lot, especially being sick, too. You know, you get kind of, like, cancer. And going to eat some poutine. I'm probably going to hang around in Chinatown because I like the Toronto Chinatown. And... Maybe see some things I didn't get a chance to last time. Probably not, because it's only literally like 48 hours. But it'll be a fun little getaway. So that was my thing where I was like, this seems kind of nuts. Uh, and, and also to make to plan a trip like a week before I do it, that is not. I know that's not anything I do at all, but it felt very like, I don't know, like something like Julia would do if she could. Well, I don't even know. She'd be responsible about it, but she'd be like. She'd be like, treat yourself, you know, or something. So, and it's costing like nothing. So, <laughs> uh, I think it would be actually more expensive to like take a train to like Sleepy Hollow or something. Um, yeah. So that's my sugar bagger moment. Yes. Yeah. So I guess I should say what we watched this week, maybe. Yeah. What did we watch? I, as people who like maybe have seen on Twitter, I watched the wrong episode at uh... first. I know it's okay. I watched episode eleven, uh, but oh my god, that he Ryan made too much of Ryan. That's why that. Oh shit! Going into it, you'll probably see what I'm talking about too. (laughs) He's like, oh, like if you give him like an inch, he takes a mile. Of like, of like, um, like you know, like when he would get like drunk and just happy and stupid and like Mm -hmm. annoying. That's kind of what this guy was like, and I was like, oh, so that when you're watching it um but we didn't watch howard the day we watched season two episode 10 stranded uh first aired december 7th 1987 tv guide description reads uh charlene julia and mary joe get the flu on a trip to st louis while a snowstorm forces suzanne and anthony to share a motel room this is a fun episode this is a really fun episode and i feel like it's well timed because like everybody in the world or at least in my part of the world is sick (laughs) Yeah, there's snow and there's sickness right now. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, it made sense. This week we're back to starting at Sugar Bakers. Yep. All is right with the world again. Um, yeah. Julia is already sick. <clears throat> I know. Wait, yeah. I thought Charlene was too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I just my first note is Julia is sick because she speaks first. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Charlene is like coming down with it. And they're supposed to be going to Design Expo in St. Louis. Um, and Charlene, uh, said that, you know, she felt like sick on the expressway too. And she like Mary Jo and Julia both feel her forehead and like, she's burning up and running a fever, but she doesn't want to miss design expo. Excuse me. 
She loves St. Louis because it's so big because the first time she went, she got off at Union Station and thought that was the whole city. Because being from Poplar Bluff, she had never seen anything that big. (laughs) Yes. Little baby Charlie, and I bet she was adorable. Yeah. Um, and Mary Jo has been working on a statement and it's, um, it's very classy and very Mary Jo. Um, and so, cause basically what's leading up to this is she's very tired of the modern style. And yeah. The, like, I love the, her rant. Yeah. Like the black sleek style. Um, so she's trying to explain, um, the essence of Southern style. And she says, you know, what a Southern style that unerring attention to detail, quality and warmth surrounding yourself with things which have been here for a while leaf through mm-hmm. photographs of southern homes and you can almost smell the full the, that doesn't say full the something mm-hmm. and food i mistyped uh in short southern homes never look like they were done by a decorator yes and she follows it. it up by saying she wants architectural digest to know that we are sick and tired of looking at the same new york city apartment High-gloss black walls, black lacquer table, Chinese chairs, track lighting, two lilies in a vase, and a view of the city. Yep. And, you know, Charlene's like, well, which one is that? And she's like, it's every picture. It's the same mm-hmm. picture every mm-hmm. month. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, it's now that Anthony comes in in a very cute scarf. Oh, of course. I love that scarf. Uh, he's already loaded up the van and he's going with them because they have packed an entire room into the van for them to mm-hmm. display some of their talent. And so he's driving down. They're flying down. He's going to meet them there. And Julia, you know, reminds him that their entire showcase room is in that van to, like, be careful and get a good mm-hmm. start. And, you know, there's supposed to be a storm coming, whatever. And then Suzanne comes in. She's going, too. And it's like the she's not going to design expo. One of her friends. No, she's going. Yeah. Sissy Midkiff, again with these Southern names, is yes. getting married. Um, and also, in addition to the wedding, Suzanne is going to be a judge at Miss Missouri World. <clears throat> yeah. But she came by Sugar Bakers because she left her plane ticket. And Charlene's like, I left it for you in the drawer. Like, why? Why did you forget this? Um, but and so Suzanne reminds them that she wants them to go to the pageant with her on Saturday night to watch her judge. Yeah, funny. And um, she is very excited for them to see her in her peach gown. <laughs> and uh, Mary Jo's like, it's just, it's a dream come true. <laughs> and <laughs> so she's, she's so excited. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, and no. uh, Suzanne wants uh, Charlene to express mail the certified letter to another Southern name. Helen Van Patterson Patton. Because she is trying to have Suzanne blackballed as a judge because she thought her ideas were quote unquote out of date. And Suzanne kindly reminded Helen Van Patterson Patton that Bobby Fay Bickerstaff, these names, um, I know <laughs> tried to you know what did she say? Got that same bee in her bonnet a few years ago. And now she and her husband are selling chain link fence in El Paso. So basically, Suzanne's trying to be like, don't mess with me, bitch. Don't mess with me. Yeah, I love it. Um, and then we cut to the hotel in St. Louis. They <coughs> get in the Sorry. room. Julia bolts yeah. for the bathroom. And Mary oh, Jo, no. spoilers, this is the episode gift um, for our official like Podbean thing show notes. Yeah. This week, I yeah. already made the gift. Uh, Mary Jo falls face down on the bed. 
Yes. Perfect. <laughs> the porter apologizes because he's had to put <clears throat> them all in the same room because they couldn't oh, turn out oh. all these people because of the snowstorm. Yes. And Mary Jo tells him, she's like, thank you for your help. There's a tip in my pocket. And so he has to like fish around in her coat pocket while she's face down on the bed to get his tip out. Mm-hmm. And then Mary Jo wants to know if Charlene has any more sick bags, but Mary Jo has already used all of her sick bags. Yeah. And she's like, you know, we're this uh, is not airsick. I've been airsick and this doesn't last this long. Yeah. And she's like, this is one of those dread diseases. One of those things that comes out of Hong Kong. <laughs> yep. And then Julia comes out of the bathroom and says, I have one request. Don't anyone ever mention food to me again. Oh. And Charlene, without missing a beat, begins a rose story. Oh, of course she does. How she hasn't felt this bad since high school when she developed an allergy to domestic meat. So not only has she brought up food, what does that even mean? she's brought up meat, which when you're feeling yeah. sick is like, mm-mm. Oh, no, no. Um, she said her poor parents had to mail order hippopotamus steaks. And Julia just like, she just visibly looks sicker and sicker. By yes. Yes. And Charlene says, until they finally figured out I could have stuff like squirrel and rabbit and coon. And sometimes they fed her coon for breakfast. And Julia runs back to the bathroom. And Mary Jo tries to follow her and gets the door slammed in her Yes, face. slammed her poor and little she's, face. Like, sliding down the door. Oh, oh no. Oh. Um, so then we cut back to Anthony, who's getting ready to close up Sugar Bakers and head out in the van. And yeah. he's singing appropriately, Meet Me in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And uh, Suzanne comes in and she's like, you have to help me. They just closed the airport. It's the worst snowstorm in 20 years. Jeez. And um, Anthony is like, I know I'm trying to get on the road before they all freeze over. Yeah. And he's like, Suzanne, you'll be fine. The airports will be open in the morning. You'll be good. And she's like, no, no, no. I want to ride with you. Just in case. Like, Suzanne, how long do you think it takes? And she's like, I don't know, four or five hours. He's like, try 12 to 14 in a car <laughs> together. And uh, Suzanne says, she's. he's like, you're not going to like it. And she's like, oh, no, I won't like it, but I'll like it less if Helen Van Patterson Patton gets to replace me on the judges panel. <clears throat> she's like, I have to be in St. Louis by tomorrow afternoon. And so Anthony's upset because she's going to be whining the entire way. And he's like, okay, but we can't stop for nothing. Like, we're not stopping. Yeah. We're not going to stop I like his shell comment. stations. Oh. Huh? Yeah, there you go. The shell station with the good bathroom lighting <laughs> or something? Yeah, like with that. the good mirror lighting. In the world. And so then we go back and check in with the ladies in their pajamas. And uh, they are feeling bad for Anthony, imagining him stuck in the van with Suzanne. And uh, yeah. Mary Jo's like, yeah, they won't make it. One of them will kill the other, and then Suzanne will have mm-hmm. to go to prison. God, so funny. And, it's true. I mean, yeah. like, uh, Suzanne's kind of a jerk to him, so. Yeah. She is, and then having to be in a car with her unhappy for 14 hours. No. Probably longer if the weather's bad. <clears throat> America's like a big country. It's very large. There's so many places that are so far away from each other. It's like... So far away. Yeah. Yeah. And so we cut to a motel. Uh, Anthony and Suzanne had to stop because the worst mm-hmm. storm in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And Anthony tries to get two rooms for the night, but they're full. And she's the the manager tells them, you know, I do have a single that used to be part of a suite if you want that. And Anthony's like, well, take it. We're married. It's fine. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's like, well, why are you asking for two rooms? And he's like, well, we had a fight, but we just made up. We're good. 
perfect. And she's like, you're an interracial couple? Question mark. I can't believe. I know. First of all. Yeah. Second of all, you're asking this question when there is a white woman and a black man standing in front of you? Wow. Not necessary. I mean, what year is it? Yeah. (laughs) 1987. In the cell. Mm -mm. Um, Mm -mm. And Anthony says, um... Not exactly. You see, I've been playing a lot of golf in Palm Springs, and I think I I cannot (laughs) believe. I didn't get what he was saying at first. I thought he was trying to say, like, golf was really, like, a white sport or something. (laughs) I didn't understand what he was saying. Uh, And then when he touched his face, (laughs) I was like, ooh. I was like, no, we are not making that joke. Uh Uh-uh. And then Suzanne pipes up, you know, we're not married. He's just saying that because he's cold and would like to stay in the room. But I don't think that would look right, do you? Suzanne. No one I know. Come on. And she says. 1967. was it? 1967? Let's right? get with it, people. And the manager's like, no, I don't. Which she did ask for your opinion. But yeah, you know, we don't need it. I don't need it. And this is where, in all caps, my notes say, y'all. It's snowing in the south. This is not a joke. We cannot handle it. Just met, let the man sleep indoors. <laughs> we don't know what to do with cold weather and snow. We don't like it. Just let him sleep indoors. My friend is from Tennessee, and I am obviously from North Carolina. And we were talking to our friend from Ohio last night and explaining, like, that she got, you know, a little snowstorm that wasn't even an inch that closed down everything. And he was, and he was like, wait, why? And I'm like, because they're just literally not equipped. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's... If it's ice, they cannot scrape through it, and it will and yeah. it will most often become ice mm-hmm. because things are not cleared, and they'll melt and they'll freeze, and like it just becomes. He's like, I don't understand. I was like, I mean, like when I, they they scraped my tiny ass road beside me like every half hour yeah. when it was snowing this week because this is Manhattan and they can handle mm-hmm. snow. Uh, but a place where they just don't have the money. Yeah. or manpower to do anything with it, it is like a real emergency yeah. and the prep work oh, is like oh we're gonna throw it. we're gonna brine the roads it's like well oh geez. brine the roads three days early and then it rains because this is the south yeah yeah and then when like the ice falls first nah, yeah we're just uh, not leaving the house no um so suzanne says well that's settled i'm sorry anthony but she doesn't think it would look right Jeez. and he said something. Oh, he's like, wait. She says that man was a minister. I don't know who she's talking about. They bring yeah, him I up don't again know later. Who this minister man is about. They like bring him up again, but when they the, do, this is the first time, and there's like no context. Was there another man like in the lobby or something? Oh, maybe that's maybe she had just like given him the last room. Yeah, and she says, you know that man was a minister. I don't think there's any reason for both of us to suffer. Is there? Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to Charlene and Mary Jo and Julia. Talk about stuff. Right? <laughs> Charlene is laying on top of Mary Jo, snuggled up and giggling. In her oh, sleep. it's cute. It's really cute. Yeah. But Mary Jo's not having any of it. No. And Charlene wakes up and she says she was having a dream that John Ritter was her doctor and he kept he was examining her, but he kept falling all over stuff like he does in Three, three is Company. And it was really funny. Yeah. And Julia's like, I don't know how anyone can be so sick and so happy at the same time. (laughs) She's like, well, I don't want to be whiny and cranky like the two of you. Yep. Good point. It's better to be goofy, right? And she's like, I'm sorry. I was asleep. I try to be pleasant even when I'm asleep. 
That's so cute. It's completely true as well. She's so cute. And so Mary Jo wants to kick her out of the bed and tell her to go sleep with Julia. And she's like, no, but that's the reason I'm here because Julia already kicked me out of the bed. I like the idea at first that Julia made them sleep in the same bed so the queen could have her own bed. Yes. That's what I thought at first. And I was like, oh, no, she kicked her she out. She kicked her out. And yeah. uh, Mary Jo's like, you could just be a floater now. You just go back and forth. Now it's Julia's turn. Just go. Mm-hmm. And then Julia's like, fine, whatever. And she sends Charlene to the bed by herself. And she gets in bed with uh, Mary Jo. Mm-hmm. And um, Charlene says she... I hate to be sharing like, a room with people when I'm sick, let alone like, beds with people when I'm sick. Uh-uh. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Especially if it's like, pooping and throwing up sick. Oh, yeah, uh, sick. no. Nope. Uh-uh. And Charlene says she'd probably have a better time with Anthony and Suzanne. We cut to Anthony and Suzanne not having a good time. Nope. Suzanne made Anthony bring in her things mm-hmm. in two feet of snow. Not necessary. To send him back out to sleep in the van. That is terrifying. He could have, like, died. Yeah. And he's, like, carrying in her wig. And he's like, am I really carrying your wig through two feet of snow? She's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's like, but isn't that your hair on top of your head? And she's like, yeah, but I might have to wear the wig in my morning if my real hair doesn't do right. I love this because I did not understand why she has so many wigs. I was like, oh, because she can like style a wig mm-hmm. perhaps better than she can like style her hair. Cause I'm like, I'm sure her wigs look exactly like her hair. Yeah. And then, it's like a black wig, you know? Yep. And then in the South with the humidity, you know, people's hair don't be doing right. Yeah. Yeah. She has a lot of wigs. Because when I've bought wigs, it's to look completely different. That's yeah. my thing. But it's like, I guess that would obviously be a wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas, like, she's like a beauty queen. She has to, like, look. have perfect hair all the time and look. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And so he's sarcastically asking her if she's sure she'll be warm enough. And mm-hmm. she gives him one blanket. And he's like, I mean, are you going to be warm enough? Like, that only leaves you with three. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, yeah, I'll be fine. I'd give you one of the pillows, but I need it to rest my hair on. Oh jeez! She gives him her like fluffy robe. Um, she's like, like oh, fe- it's like it's like silk with feathers. Yeah, and a very uh-huh. bright like coralish color. Pink. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's like, yeah, I'll be fine. I'll just turn the heat up. Like, way to throw it in his face. Mm-hmm. And she gives him her scarf after he asks and tells him to be careful because it's silk. And she's like, I'm sorry you have to sleep out in the cold, but you know it just wouldn't look right. And Anthony's like, Oh, I understand. Something and she's like something like that could just get around and ruin me on the pageant circuit. They might even revoke one of my crowns. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I don't even want to think about such a thing. In just four more hours of freezing sub-zero temperatures, it'll be morning, and you'll still be Miss Georgia World. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And he takes her pantyhose and puts them on under his jeans. And she says, "Night, night. Don't let the bed bugs bite." And that's like it. Like no, nope. done. He says, "Excuse me, Suzanne." But I would just like to remind you that it is three degrees below Fahrenheit outside. Therefore, I do not think it is appropriate for you to say, night, night, don't let the bed bugs bite. I think it might be more to the point if you said, good night, Anthony. May God have mercy on your soul. Mm. And uh, Suzanne has called the hotel. Charlene is out of it and answers at Sugar Bakers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. And uh, Suzanne lets them know they're stranded in Tennessee. And Charlene's like, listen, are you going to try to go to Graceland? I love that. <laughs> she gets all Priorities. excited. And yes. then Suzanne tells her that the name of the hotel is the Bates Motel. Oh, she and did not like that. Charlene gets real overexcited. She's like, that's the motel in Psycho. 
She's mm-hmm. like, do you believe that? After she hangs up talking to them. What a coincidence. And Mary Jo's like, the fever's making her hyper. Mm-hmm. And she's like, did y'all see the list of movies on TV? At sunup, we can watch Deliverance. I wish Suzanne was Ugh. here. That's the movie she's always saying my relatives are in. Oh, my God. And Julie and Mary Jo both try to, like, isolate themselves from her ramblings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, the owner of that motel, his first name wasn't Norman, was it? Oh, my God. And then we cut back to Suzanne, and she is sleeping, and all of her, like, her mink and her, like, face mask and her hair's mm-hmm. all pinned up, and mm-hmm. Anthony knocks on the door, um, and he's, like, making all these terrible noises trying to get in the door. Yes, yes. And uh, he's, you know, he can't take it anymore. He's got to sleep in there, and Suzanne says it's not much warmer in here, and he's like, I don't care, and she's like, well, stay over there as long as you stay on your own side, whatever. It has to be warmer than a van outside in yeah, the cold. Come on. Exactly. And um, he tells her, you know, let's just try a lie here and generate some heat. And she says, okay, mm-hmm. but not too much. I don't like the sound of that. And he just says, <laughs> Suzanne, get real. <laughs> and then the manager knocks like one time on the door and then barges mm-hmm. in, bringing an extra blanket mm-hmm. because the heat's, the heat's out. not on. Yeah. And she's got something to say. And she's like, I thought you two weren't married. And Anthony is done he's like well we fell in love after we checked in okay that nice minister down the way married us and the manager's like i don't know what's going on here but i don't like it oh, who gives a crap and woman. Anthony says, how do you think we feel you're standing in the middle of our honeymoon suite oh that's hilarious and she's like look you know i don't care about the racial thing she cares about the racial thing she cares about the racial thing but this is a clean decent hotel and we don't allow shacking up and anthony's like we're not shacking up shacking up do they look like they have like they eight thousand layers on yes. do they have shacking up there's no shacking up going on and come like, on when people shack up they're hot we're cold also we're not married i just told you so you'd let us use this bed so i would not die mm-hmm. he says furthermore not only are we from different ethnic social and financial backgrounds we're all from also from different planets and even if we weren't my lips are frozen and i got a woman's scarf wrapped around my head a pair of pantyhose wrapped around my knees and i am not repeat not looking for romance okay mm-hmm. and the manager's like well just so you're gone in the morning and anthony says i can't wait <sighs> and then suzanne stops her and tries to to tell her that Suzanne Sugarbaker is not her real name. Oh, so funny. She's like, you know that name that I checked in with? Lunatic. I just didn't want, you know, whatever this is to, like, get around. My real name is Helen Van Patterson Patton. Lord. And we cut to later, and Anthony's shuffling across the floor trying to generate some heat. And uh, he's like, these pantyhose are all right. I might get me some for hunting. And, uh... That's so strange. Yeah, Suzanne's like, I didn't know you hunted. Why? And so she starts asking him all these other questions that she doesn't know about him. Um, he's 28, class of 77, uh, but he didn't graduate on time because the whole prison... Were you surprised to hear that he was 28? I was. It People makes- that were in their 20s in the 80s and 90s look like they're 40. They do because, you know, it's like, so Suzanne turned 30 in the first season. Yeah. And, like, just the clothes and the hair and all the makeup, like, people mm-hmm. just looked a lot older. Yeah. Because even now, like, I can understand when we're little and we think they're older. But, like, even rewatching it now, it's not like, oh, yeah, I see that now. Yeah, no. Cause, yeah. Like, how freaking old is, is Mary Jo? Right? She's probably in her, like, lower to mid-30s. But, like, yeah, I would just say. assume, like, 40s. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just so strange. It's funny because there are a lot of like people in their thirties now who look like teenagers too. It's very interesting. Well, I guess we're just not very mature as a millennials are not mature as a generation. <laughs> as a generation. Anyway. <laughs> oh man. I'm sh- I don't know a damn person in their twenties who actually keeps jobs anymore. It's so strange. Yeah. Um, anyway, not going that so, rant, so but the prison <laughs> thing. And Suzanne's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm in bed with a convict. And he's like, thank you, Suzanne, bringing that up. Um, yeah. And she's like, you know, I didn't know a lot of things about you before today. Like, you have a very, like, your your travel kits are very organized. And you even have a can of shoe polish. And she's like, do you use it? Mm-hmm. And he jokes around and says, nah, I just carry that around for white people. Um, and she points out that he's kind of old-fashioned. And he tells her a story about his grandma and how she made him polish his shoes every day before school. And even made him polish the holes in his shoes. And, um, so they're having this heart to heart and then Suzanne's like, Hey, we do me a favor. Will you turn that wig around? Because I feel like it's staring at me. <laughs> so that's like something I would say. <laughs> and then he's like giving her tips and he's like, you know, you really should roll that wig and like the curl will last longer. And she's mm-hmm. like, how do you know that? And he said, well, I studied hairdressing. She's like in prison. He's like, yeah. And, and I think she said unfortunate incarceration. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to use his line, you know? And uh, she says that she wonders offhandedly if they'd have both been born white at the same time, if they'd have actually been friends. Mm. And Anthony's like, well, as long as you're making us one color, why can't we both be black? Yeah. (laughs) She says, okay, I can be black. That way I'd be the first Miss Black America because Vanessa Williams doesn't count. Oh, my. Oh, hey, now. That's low. That's low. What was the scandal about her that she was, like, naked somewhere? Or something. So, yeah. People got oh, all gives just turn her clothes off. No one cares. No. Um and so Suzanne says she's trying to picture Anthony on here we go with the names again. Blaine Henderson and Biff McCall's party barge. And how at first they would think that you wouldn't fit in, but they'd be real surprised when they got to know you. Which is a very sweet compliment from her. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, I don't know if I'd ever really get along with anyone named Blaine or Biff. Oh, my God. And he's like, they're two of the toughest gang leaders in my neighborhood were named that. Stop it. And uh, so Suzanne really opens up to him at this point, And she says that she pretends not to notice when people, like, put her on because people do it a lot. But she says life mm-hmm. is easier when you don't get too involved. Mm-hmm. And some things you just have to wait until they're forced on you. And that way you never get the blame for anything. Yeah, because it was dumb. like, yeah, because he was like, why didn't you just allow, like, why did she make him sleep outside? Mm-hmm. And then, like, I mean, she was doing it on purpose that it's, she knew it would not look right. But that, you know, he would make it happen. If the force upon you is like, you know, mm-hmm. you missed the blame because it had to happen. It got to a point of desperation. Yeah. And she says at one point, she's like, oh, I knew you'd come in if you got cold. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that she's talking about, like, her relationship with women, too. I guess, like, uh, Anthony is probably the first person that has been, in this instance, like, a friend to her because he doesn't, like, want anything from her. Exactly. You know? It's usually, like, the men that she ends up dating and ends up not doing well, and then the women she's in competition with a lot of the time. So it's kind of interesting. I like it. Yeah. And she brings that up, too. You know, she says she feels like she can really be herself with him. Mm-hmm. And she can't do that with women because they just snipe at me. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And she says, sometimes they say tacky things about me like I'm not even there. I guess they think I don't have feelings, but I do have feelings. 
And she's like, you know, this is kind of nice. And Anthony's like, yeah, this is great. And she says, you know, we're sitting together on this bed laughing and talking. You know, I bet you 100 sugar bakers just rolled over in their grave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And uh, may they rest in peace. And then Anthony says, may we all rest in peace. Mm -hmm. And she says, you're a really nice person. And I'm very glad I got to find out. Very cute. That's cute. He's like, you're not so bad yourself. Yeah. And then, you know, tell each other goodnight. And then she has to add at the end, of course, if you ever tell anyone about this, I would have to report you to the police for robbing me. (laughs) Well, he is wearing half her clothing, so that kind of works. So then we cut back to the ladies playing cars and being sick, cooped up in the Mm -hmm. uh, hotel Mm -hmm. room. And Charlene wishes she hadn't watched Deliverance this morning. Oh, jeez. She tells Mary Jo, you're lucky you were asleep in the bathroom. Mary Jo says, I wasn't asleep. I was just lying on the floor. Oh, poor thing. And Charlene says, I don't care how much they paid Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty. I do not care for $550 million. Would I run around in a pair of white jockey underwear and be made to squeal like a pig? Mary Jo, would you? Mm-hmm. Mary Jo's like, for fifty mil, I might. Mm-hmm. And she says, Julia, would you? And Julia's like, I'm not discussing this. <laughs> Charlene wants to know why Julia won't answer her question. And mm-hmm. Julia is tired of her asking. She thinks the illness has affected her brain, and she never noticed her ability to be equally fascinated with absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And Charlene says, you know, Julia, I used to think if I were a man, I'd be interested in you, but not anymore. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, and Suzanne and Anthony finally make it. And she's like, I can't believe that y'all have missed the entire first day of Design Expo. And Julia's like, you don't seem to understand that we've been ill. Mary Jo's like, this mm-hmm. is not the sniffles. This is killer flu, the kind that wrestles you to the ground and stomps your guts out. Mm-hmm. And then Charlene tries to bring up not being the sick since her domestic meat incidents again. Oh, and Julia's no. like, don't tell that story again or I'll hurt you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Suzanne says, you know, very like tiptoeing on eggshells. I can see we're starting to get on each other's nerves. <laughs> and Charlene's like, nope, it's me. I'm getting on their nerves. I get hyper when I get cooped up. Oh. And Mary Jo's like, you know, y'all probably had a rough time too. And then Suzanne says, oh, you know, it was uneventful, right, Anthony? He's like, yeah. And she's like, oh no, only have thirty minutes to get ready. And so she enlists Anthony to help her, and they just like move into this like synchronized rhythm, and it's like it's perfect. amazing. Yeah, and and Anthony or she asks Anthony, "Are you still wearing those pantyhose I gave you? You didn't put a run in them, did you?" And he's like, "No, no, no, but they might be stretched." And she's like, "No, nah, that's fine." And she messed up her thumbnail, and he grabs it and looks at it, and he's like, "No, mm-hmm. now I'm gonna have to fix this." Oh my god, and he's, I like, can't believe it. Her around and getting all her stuff. And Suzanne mm-hmm. says, you know, I'm going to close this door so we won't bother you. Y'all just rest. So cute. And then you can so hear sweet. Them. Yeah, you can hear them in the bathroom back and forth. And oh, he says to, like, turn on the shower because to get the wrinkles out of her dress out of and her stuff. Dress. Did you say that already? Yeah. Yep. And then yeah. so all the women, uh, the three women go to the door to keep listening because they're just, like, mm-hmm. puzzled. Mm-hmm. And um, it, right before the credits roll, you can hear Suzanne or Anthony saying, that door's locked, right? And she's like, that door's locked, but if that wig could talk, and then they both dissolve into laughter. Like, uh, inside <laughs> colossal joke. Ridiculous. And then we roll the credits. Oh, so freaking cute. It was adorable. I loved it. So, did you have a favorite outfit this week? Mine was kind of ridiculous, but I can't help it. What is it? 
my outfit was Anthony in half of Suzanne's clothing. Yes. (laughs) Cause like he's got earmuffs. He's got her silk scarf under the earmuffs. He's got, uh, he's walking a particular way because we know that he's having trouble with the pantyhose underneath the jeans and he's got his scarf, right? Yeah. And he's got, um, her rope, I think underneath his coat and it is just ridiculous. And I love it. <laughs> He's making the most out of the situation. Um, yeah, that was my favorite. The runner-up would be Charlene's fuzzy pink slippers. Ah, oh, those are cute. They were very, very fluffy. They were like the kinds you get definitely when you're like a little kid. They would be like huge, like basically like pillows, but they were completely like polyester, polyfill, and like your feet would almost be sweating because it's such unnatural fibers mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, I liked those too. What was your favorite outfit? Um, also Anthony. So I will do. Um, oh no! Seriously, shit. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> I thought that would be just too weird for you to pick. Um, oh, so I'll man, do Suzanne's sorry. because she's got her nightgown on, but she's also sleeping in her fur. I know. Got her hair pinned up. In yeah. This, like bonnet thing, and it's sticking yeah. on the top, and there are bobby so pins big. everywhere, and she's got her sleep mask on, which is. It's one sleep mask, but it looks like it's, like, three layers because there's, like, a lace yes. layer and then the black layer yeah. and then there's, like, little things over the eyes. Yeah. And she's resting her hair. <laughs> yes. And, like, propped up in bed very proper. Big old pillow. Big old pillow. Because she didn't give Anthony any. No. Yeah. I like that our outfits were together. hmm Yep. That's cute. I'm sorry I took yours. I totally you thought you would. take it want something else but i should have known between the two of us someone was going to pick the most ridiculous <laughs> one because <laughs> oh Great anthony he's just like. a trooper i guess i guess i love it <laughs> i love anthony yeah it was fun they're just oh yeah they're cute like being friends and bonding and stuff yeah i'm really i'm really glad they got past some of the dumb commentary dumb about <laughs> interracial marriage and yeah. like all that stuff i'm like what Uh, yeah yeah i guess is that our episode that's our episode let's say where can people find us oh no i can tell them (laughs) (laughs) i got it i can do this Uh Uh, facebook itunes twitter instagram tumblr youtube pinterest if you like us please take a moment to rate and review us on itunes it does help (laughs) you did it you did it <laughs> thanks for listening guys yeah, thanks for limping along with us and we'll see you next time bye, bye. why is everybody dead why is everyone like, dead like, what's going on can y'all stop kinda, dying please i, I kind of I have like a, it's going to sound nuts, but most things I say do. Um, but I have this, like, I just have this theory that like none of this is real. Like, I think maybe I died in like 1999 and then <laughs> something happened and this is a weird afterlife where just nothing makes sense. That seems logical to me.